The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Scissors Podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Gaming with Scissors Podcast. I'm your host, Nitro Weasel 3K, and before we do anything else, I'm going to need a moment of silence from my fellow podcast host. Does anybody want to know why we need a moment of silence? Yes. Okay. Uh, hey, future Nitro Weasel, start playing uh, sad songs right here. Play some sad songs behind this part. <laughs> uh, guys, RIP in peace. Sketchy basement game story that we went into and shot and I almost got killed in. What? Yeah, oh. sign is down. Drove past the other day. No more sign. There's just a oh. sign that says they do glass block now. granted closing the store just involves cleaning up the basement really it just means that really they just needed to take the four screws that were holding that sign up down that was it wasn't even cleaning up the basement that was it he still got all that stuff in the basement i can't believe i missed it yeah yeah i didn't know they were closing there was no there was no uh pomp and circumstance they're just gone you were completely let down you were I was. Like, I want to go in there and buy some overpriced Warhammer stuff. I want to have. I want to have a guy with a neck beard talk down to me. <laughs> That's all I was looking to get into today. Just neck beard talk. Yeah, it was neck beard. Neck beard thirty. Uh, so uh, that's sad. It's a sad day. I'm, I'm sad. Let down, man. I, agree. I know. Where are we going to go when you come back to Ohio now? Oh, to that good game store that we went to that had tons and tons of stuff for reasonable prices. <laughs> you mean the actual Games Workshop store? No, uh, was it Jack Games? Oh yeah, that dude was cool. Look at that free plug. Yeah. Oh well, dude, they had um, Execution Force for like sixty bucks, and it's a hundred and fifty dollar game. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, we each got a copy. Yeah, yeah. You need, you need to take me there then. Yeah, dude, I'll t- we can go over there. It's, it's legit. Yeah, it's sweet. It's it's like it looks like uh, if like a really nerdy guy's parents died, and <laughs> he just he just carpeted the entire house with some green carpet, and then was like, "This is where we hang out now." And he just smoked too many cigarettes in there because everything kind of has a film on it, but it doesn't smell like cigarette smoke. It's really weird. You knew it was there though. You're talking about the you're talking about the the sad place that's gone. There. No, I'm talking about Jack Games. Jack Games is sketchy too. Well, I said I didn't get that. I didn't get that feeling. They were kind of jerks to us when we went in there. Where they they just like looked up and then they went back to playing their their game of forty k, and then they just kept looking around. And then finally, when we were ready to buy stuff, they decided to talk to us. To be fair, though, if you worked around all that crap all day, you would just be like, "I'm just gonna play with it. I don't care about you." <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure tons yeah. and tons. All the neck beers that come in all day. I mean, he's just like, "You ain't gonna buy nothing." Right. That's all right. I'm alright. I'm like, you know who this is? I got import money over here. <laughs> he ain't from this state. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty sad. So now that we're four minutes in or whatever, um, 
I should probably introduce the two of you. I am joined, as always, by the Piper. How are you, sir? I'm, uh, I'm doing pretty good today. It's been a good day. Did you lose any murder game stores? Uh, n- no. I, I got the same great one that I go to all the time, so I don't have to worry about that. But you, but you are thinking about buying a murder of crows, though. Oh my gosh! Yes, absolutely, <laughs> I am. There's a uh, new hordes. Hordes? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's hordes. Uh, Grimkin is the army. I just decided to start playing them. I've I've never played a game with them. I just think they're super awesome because they're they're styled after like Brothers Grimm meets like just like a horror movie. Yeah, they're sweet as hell, and they look like Satan's. Yeah, <laughs> everyone looks like a like a melty Satan. Like, uh, so far, the only one I've actually finished is, uh, I don't know what his name is, but he's like a, he's like a mix between a zombie and a, and a mummy. And he's awesome. He looks super sweet. Yeah. His gut, his like muscle guts are all hanging out. Yeah. And there's all like bloody inside. I did a pretty good job painting it. I'm pretty happy with it. But yeah, there's a, there's the, the murder crows or ones that they just announced are coming out. I think like next week. So they just look like crows with knives, like assassin crows. Yeah, stabbing crows. This is yeah, the stabbing just, crow. Stabbing crow just, cabin. They're ready to kill everyone. They're not counting. No, no, no. No, oh, okay, no. Good, no good. they're not. A, they're not a bad band. Good. Anyway. <laughs> so uh, yeah, if you want to see Sean's uh, Sean's muscle zombie, uh, you should go over to our Instagram page. Uh, it's we're Instagram dot com slash nerdlifetx. I believe. Did I put that on Instagram? No, but you have to now. Suck uh, it! <laughs> All right, I'll take the I'll take the four seconds it takes to take the photo and put it up there. That's it right. does look good, actually. Yeah, it looks pretty awesome. Like it, oh, yeah. it looks all gross, and uh, he looks like he got some color to his uh, wrappings, and he's got like his pink blood goop insides all in yep. there. He's all goopy. So, uh, all right, awesome. And uh, <laughs> I'm also joined by uh, Nick, aka Zero Ping. What are you up to? Absolutely nothing. It's radical. Radical. <laughs> yeah, Nick gets some time off. Nick and I work together, and our job has been trying to kill both of us. Yes. So that's a lot of fun. <laughs> Nick, Nick, I believe I believe Nick worked. Uh, we're recording this on an off day because Nick worked twelve hours over the weekend <laughs> in one day, which uh, would have killed a lesser man. Ah, uh, you know, it's fun. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Cool. Um, actually, um, we have uh, a, a cool topic this week that was actually sent to us by somebody, and we're going to get to that in a little bit, but uh, just kind of as an opening statement, I want to let everybody know that if you do have a topic that you want us to cover, uh, you don't have to bring it up to us in person or anything like that, because uh, this particular person, I think, met us at GeekFest. Uh, but if you want to just send us a message on whatever social media and be like, oh, you guys should talk about X, Y, or Z, because uh, we're kind of trying to format this show just a little bit differently than we used to. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we kind of transitioned from doing uh, news-related topics to more opinion-related topics, like more opinion-type talks, conversation, speaky good. So uh, I think we want to continue down that road. So if you guys have a topic you want to just hear the two of us blah, blah, blah about for 10, 15 minutes, uh, let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to talk about it. Uh, so before we get into that, as always, we're going to do, what did we do this week in gaming? We're going to start with you, Nicholas. What did you do this week in gaming? Well, um, actually I kind of went back to a bunch of games that either I really enjoyed or I started at some point and never quite finished. Um, first, I guess, uh, I, I did buy the, uh, HD collection of, uh, Final Fantasy X and X-2. 
for the PS4? Okay, you, you know what? I've never played a Final Fantasy after eight, I think. I, I think was I played. One that was really anime. Like it looked like a cartoon, real cartoony. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the one with Titus and Sin, and uh, it's it's pretty good. I like the the whole summon thing. Um, they did they did a decent job upscaling it. it. It's really it didn't seem like at least to, from what I can remember of the original game doesn't seem like much more than just upscaling, running it maybe at a higher frame rate. But it's not um, like the original Final Fantasy where there's like three spells that just blunt like straight up don't work. <laughs> <laughs> so far, that's not been the case. <laughs> yeah, that's a literal thing. The the NES uh, Final Fantasy has I think what three summons that don't work at all. They just don't work. Uh, Your guy just falls over dead. No, like <laughs> the, the, the animation. The animation goes off, but nothing happens. There's no statistics behind it. <laughs> just, you just There's no numbers. <laughs> you so needed you, those numbers. So you're casting the summons and like nothing happens because there's no stats <laughs> right yeah there's there's nothing that's happening behind it i assume it just they just want you to throw a d20 at the screen which is yeah. what i do <laughs> regularly that's why sears knows my name don't want to <laughs> always break his tvs <laughs> i liked I, I liked uh 10 i never played 10 too because it seems stupid to me yeah the whole dresses <laughs> thing i, I was, didn't even i was not interested it's just like ladies of final fantasy and i was like no i'm good yeah. i leave the room <laughs> and, yet Sean, and yet Sean and I are freaking the hell out about the uh, May Young Classic. We will watch tough ladies beat the shit out of each other all day long. I need to see fancy dresses, though. That's yeah. what I draw the line. Well, I mean, as long as they're fancy dresses on wrestler ladies. Yeah, that's different. If they can bench press a car, if they want to wear a fancy dress, then we're, then we're all in. We'll give I'm you done. nine bucks a month to watch that. <laughs> talk about the wwe network not like some weird porno thing by the way <laughs> it might be. Feel, after it came out of my mouth i was like that just fell out of my mouth weird i should probably <laughs> whoa that kind of came out of your mouth weird too but it's fine and it just fell out uh-huh <laughs> fell out all the words just fall out of my face um all right cool uh so you played uh some uh, some foof ten yes did you beat it uh not yet um you're not gonna are you no, I'm hey, going to hey, actually. Hey Nick. Yeah. Hey Nick. <laughs> have you beat a single game since we started this podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. I have. <laughs> actually, one of the games I played uh, just recently, I I beat one of the games I was about to mention. Was um, it The Last of Us? No. You still owe uh, me an opinion on The Last of Us. <laughs> okay. If you're out there listening to this right now and you enjoy The Last of Us, for the love of God, talk to me about it. Everybody, Nobody wants to talk to me about The Last of Us. <laughs> Everybody's you like, shameful, man. I bought a copy of that for the Muscleford, and he still hasn't even put it in. So You should beat good. him for it. Just call that's, him out. That's because he's too busy driving cars into balls or whatever. <laughs> what? Yeah. He's on the Rocket League. Yeah, very, very uh, true. Really? Yeah. yeah. He's super into Rocket League, man. Yeah, I, it, It's a nightly thing. I've tried to play it. I'm just not good at it, so I don't like it. Sean doesn't like anything he's not good at. I don't like things I'm not good at. No, that's <laughs> true, though. I mean, do you like things you suck at? No. Yeah, I, every game that you and I play together, I'm like mediocre at best. I'm like, I'm like, I'm the, I'm the C-plus student of every game we play. Uh, <laughs> Dark Souls? They're like, congratulations, you're mediocre. You tried. <laughs> you, tr- you tried. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> um yeah no I, I don't know why i'm just 
I don't really care if I'm bad at it as long as I'm having a good time, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Dark Souls, you said Dark Souls? Dark Souls. Well, I'm not playing it. I'm just saying that's a game I'm bad at, but I enjoy. Nobody's good at that game. Exactly. <laughs> They're so they didn't design that game there. to be able to be good at. Do you even praise, bro? Stop. No, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't know anything y'all are talking about. So cool. It's yeah, uh, you love it. All cool. the From Software games. Yes. Ah, all right. I don't know. <laughs> you just remind me of something else I got to put on my list too. So what, did you play some Bloodborne? Uh, no, I did play a From Software game though. Well, we'll get to it. We all will right. get to it, sir. All what right, else did you play? Um, I did go back and play a little bit of uh, the original Dark Three. You guys ever play that? Mm, no, no. Oh, so you play as uh, one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse? You play as War. Oh, oh um, yes, I have, I have. Yeah, it's actually pretty fun. I like it. It's got a very comic book visual because it was uh, put together by I can't remember his name offhand, but it was a illustrator. Um, was it an illustrator? <laughs> shoot, what was I can't remember his name. Was uh, it Adobe? Adobe Illustrator. You failed us, sir. Oh, do you remember? Nope. I don't know things. Was it Picasso? <laughs> uh, I'm a. Uh, you know, Dark Dark Siders is is a good game. I've played like the first maybe like hour of the first game, and then I never wanted to play the second game until I beat the first game. But I never yeah. beat the first game. So is isn't it just kind of like a Dawn of War clone? I, I've never played it. So. Um, it is no, it is more like a um God God of War is what you mean. Yeah, God of War. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it is pretty much God of War. Um, yeah. If, if you like that, it's really good. I do like God of War. Uh, I get bored of it after a while because once you see everything, you're just like, up, oh, seen that, seen that. Look, there's some big old movies. I really liked the PSP, um, God of War games. Uh, Chains of Olympus. They are they are the best, in my opinion, the best versions of God of War. Chains of Olympus is like, you know, I don't finish games. You know that. Right. Like, I'll play a game until I'm content, and then I'll move on. That's why I have, like, 800 games in Steam that I haven't played. Uh, <laughs> because I'll install it and be like, that's cool, next game. I, <laughs> I, have, I have game, like, ADD. And so anyway, I, uh, I actually sat through, like, I think because I could lay in bed. When my wife's watching like a movie or a TV or something like that, I can lay in bed and play it. And then when I'm done, I put it down and it's, it's an easy pickup game. And I loved it, man. I, I think it was better than the other ones, which I haven't played the, the newer games yet. Like the, the PS4 one. Right. Okay. Is, yeah. Is, I'm, I'm kind of excited for uh, the one, the Viking, the dad of war. One. Yeah. Yeah. Padre of war. It's just, well, he just looks like a dad. Yeah, it's just my dad. This my dad. My, this is my dad. He's like, "Don't worry about. It. I'm a sweet Viking. Everyone's dead. Nice. I'm a sw- I'm a swing axes. I'm gonna ask you a question in the face. Just murder, <laughs> murder. Um. Okay. Well, that's fun. Yeah. No, I've never played any Dark Siders games. I. It's not that they didn't intrigue me. It's just mm-hmm. I, I vaguely remember. See, I was. I never play anything when it's new. Rarely do I play anything when it's new. Um. Mm-hmm. The only time I do is like if Sean and I are like, okay, we're like we make a, a conscious decision, we're gonna play whatever when it comes out. Um, so a good example is uh, I think Sean and I are talking. We're, we're still in negotiations about whether or not we're gonna play Destiny Two. Uh, Sean says he's gonna play it. 
uh, I don't know if I'm going to be joining him or not, but you know, if, if I do decide to, to join in, it'll be while it's still new. Cause that's when everybody else will be playing it. Oh yeah. Uh, with the exception of games like that, I don't usually play games when they're new. So I think I had just started playing, uh, God of War when dark siders came out and I was like, Oh, I I've seen this already. Like I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I've already got, I've already got this game. So I think that's why I never played it. It wasn't that it didn't interest me. It's just that for me, I was like, oh, I've seen this before. Right. That's yeah. understandable. Yeah, it's a completely different setting and whatnot. But yeah, pretty much gameplay-wise, it is it is a God of War game. But yeah. it's good. It's good. It's really well done. Um, I'm actually probably enjoying it more than I've enjoyed a God of War, but I have not played all of those. I played the first PSP one. I never did beat it. And I played uh, God of War 1 on PS2, which I did beat. And I played some of God of War 2, but I never beat that either. Well, you, son, you got to work in PSP now. You go back and pay that one for PSP. The, that that's true. PSP, PSP games are, are coming down in price. They're relatively inexpensive right now. Yeah, I think it's a good time to get them if you're going to ever collect them. That's for sure. All right, cool. Uh, what else did you play? Uh, played and beat uh, Dead Space. Um I don't know if you guys have ever played it's the original game. Dead Space. Yeah, it's amazing. The original um, Dead Space gives me the same ooky spooky feelings that I got the first time I played Resident Evil. Now, granted, I played Resident Evil in like 96 or whatever. Okay. So, you know, I was a little, there wasn't shit out there like that. And the zombies weren't on television. You know, we didn't <laughs> have a Walking Dead on TV. I wasn't seeing some guy get his face smashed in with a shovel. <laughs> you know, when I, in 1996. So, uh, and being somebody who grew up uh, and was super interested in the monster movies, including zombies, uh, you know, watching Night of the Living Dead and stuff, and then seeing that, my mind was blown. And uh, it, the, the only game that's ever come close to rekindling that up until, uh, obviously, The Last of Us was Dead Space. It, it, that, that feeling of just being alone and, like, kind of just being creeped out. Oh, yeah. You can feel the, uh, the hairs on your arms stand up if you play it in a dark room with headphones on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Well, fun fact, like probably my favorite franchise of all time uh, taken in a whole has been uh, silent hill the silent hill series oh those are so good i I do i I have a special place in my heart for the original silent hill me too me too i played it and it was a one shot straight through burn um had a couple of friends over we ordered some pizza bought it cheap used i had no clue what it was even about started playing it and i was hooked and i literally sat there and played it until i beat it one sitting and Dude, let's the three of us need to do that we need, <laughs> we, we need to just be teenagers for one night again we just gotta go, go we're just gonna get pizza and we just get beer and we're just gonna live stream us just playing the shit games for just 24 hours straight that would be sweet oh dude it was amazing it was like a it had to be like an eight or nine hour burn but it was awesome and then when two came out that i didn't think that two was ever gonna amount to anything comparing you know comparing it to one but two came out and just opened up in ways that i did not expect that game could to be you know what's interesting about that is that two i think i feel like two is the highly and widely regarded best one of all of them people freak Mm -hmm. out about two i still like one better i I don't know why I, i two looks prettier it, it mm-hmm. does everything right. It doesn't do anything wrong. I mm-hmm. just something about one. I I think it's. I think I just have a really 
strong affinity for the for the P the PlayStation One. That was the first mm-hmm. console I ever bought on my own. I like mowed lawns and saved money forever to buy that console, <laughs> and, I, and I think that's why I have such a strong affinity for the PS One because it that was mine that I worked for it, you know. And every game that I had, everything I you know, I I saved up money, I scrounged and scrimped and saved and you know, did odd jobs and that kind of stuff to earn the money to, to buy the games I had. So I think that that's more of a personal preference just from that perspective. But for some reason, I just always have these really fond memories of the first Silent Hill and almost none of Silent Hill 2. Okay, so for Silent Hill 1, that one still is my favorite Silent Hill. Um, but 2 surprised me because it it probably is technically the better game if you mm-hmm. just approach it as as what it is, as a complete package. It probably right. is the better game. But Silent Hill 1, how can you not, like, feel, get the feels of, like, oh, my God, I'm stuck in this town. I'm looking for my daughter. Like, any male with any sort of, like, parental instinct at all probably would would understand that drive, I guess. And uh, there's just the fact that it throws you in all those unfamiliar environments, and it was the first time, um, and it was so quiet. Like, there really wasn't any music when you're running through town. You just hear his footsteps, and you hear the creatures, and the... And the radio. And the radio, yeah. Like that, oh, that, that horrible awesome. pitch that it makes. You're just like, yeah. nope, 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 nope. <laughs> running up and down the street trying to open every door on every house. Yes. That, that ringing noise the radio makes, the, the, the fog itself. Like, you know, the, you can barely see a foot in front of yourself. You know, I actually like the first Silent Hill movie too, for that exact same reason. Which is yeah, weird. yeah, they did a good job with that. I'm aware that that's a terrible movie. I just still like it. The second one is god awful. Second one is absolute trash. Here's a fun fact: I have never played a single Silent Hill game, dude. Wow. Ever. Wow. Ever. Yeah, that needs to change. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I don't that know why. It just never seemed like. Eh, I, I I've never I've played a lot of horror games. I just really haven't cared about it. I don't See, know why. You, I, I don't know how to describe your taste in games, but see, I like horror games. That's, that's, my, that's my jam. If I could play, no, if, if you would took, take every other type of game away, I would be just fine if I just had horror games. Yeah. Really? It, it's such a big genre. It covers so many different types of games. Um, yeah, you have your sci-fi ones. You have your, like, I'm stuck, like Lovecraftian ones. You know, stuck in a little town or whatever. Or a text-based adventure game that'll screw you over when the window <laughs> closes. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, but Silent Hill just as a series in general. Like, So going back to the movies real quick, sorry to gush on this, but um, Silent Hill 1, the, the movie, um, that did a really good job of kind of capturing the feel of Silent Hill 1, the game. Whereas the second movie really captured and covered a lot of the topics that were more in the third, like a little bit of the second game and a lot of the third game because it covered Heather. Um, I don't want to say too much about that because there's some spoilers involved with, with who she is and all that. But, but yeah, like if, if Matt, if you've never actually played Silent Hill three, mm-hmm. Um, you probably lost out on a lot of that. I just didn't like the production of it. Okay. I thought it was kind of cheesy and lame. I don't know why. I just didn't like it. 
it felt like a Resident Evil movie as far as like Yeah, but I love the Resident Evil movies mainly cuz Mila Jovovich is life. Yeah, I mean you can't go wrong with that. <laughs> okay, Resident Evil Dallas movies, Multipass? Lilo Dallas Multipass. I am 100% aware that the Resident Evil movies are terrible, but they're like the type of terrible movie you like want to own and pop in your DVD player on a Sunday when you ain't got nothing better to do. Yeah, I think I own all. I think my wife and I went watched all of them in one weekend. And I own <laughs> all of them. Just just because. She's just like, that was okay. This is watching. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. You know, because you can't say but, anything more than that was okay. Was it's okay. kind of a comfort movie for, for me. Yeah, exactly. Like I just, I'll pop it in and it's, it's just there. But anyhow, back to Dead Space. Dead Space is fun. <laughs> uh, it definitely gives you those. Uh, those horror elements. Uh, there's a lot of jump scares and stuff, but really, it's it's about the atmosphere and like uh, going back to the Hitchcock thing. Like you don't always see the thing that is there, and sometimes your imagination will play up in ways that you know no game developer is going to know how to scare you otherwise. So uh, I think it does that pretty good, also. And it's weird with like the whole kind of culty thing because cults is sweet. <laughs> so oh sean we didn't tell you this story yet this is going to be a side tangent again so if you listen to the podcast this is a side tangent cast number 45 this episode with sean and nick yeah <laughs> uh, sean matt and nick um so uh yeah so at work they took these pictures because they're, they're making us like a fancy job board uh for whatever reason we was like right up there what we we're what you know what we're accomplishing or what we're working on whatever and uh they came around and took all our pictures well I was like, it was a bad day when they came around and took our pictures already. <laughs> like our phone system was down. Like Nick and I were trying to get on a phone call for something. And like the lady came in, to, like take my picture. And I was like, no, she's like, you're not going to smile. I'm like, no, just, just take the picture, please. Like, <laughs> just, just take it. So she takes the picture and they put it up on the board. Well, I didn't really look at the picture. And uh, apparently my boss and Nick were there over the weekend and they decided that this picture is my Charles Manson photo. Oh, it totally is. Totally yeah. Is. So, because apparently I looked thoroughly unhappy and just homeless in it. So that, like, that's my cult photo. Mm-hmm. So we were talking to a couple of the other salespeople about it. So now the one lady just refers to me as Charlie. She's like, "Hey, Charlie, can you can you come can you come oh, and look God. at this role?" And I'm just like, "God damn it!" So now I have to start a cult. Yeah, that's pretty much that's, that's how that works. If somebody if somebody says you look like Charles Manson, you just you you do you own a cult. Well, we also work with Dahmer, so uh, yeah, yeah. Remember this guy who, who really creeps me out. Like he's super weird. He's always like in the bathroom <laughs> at the same time you are, and he's just like he never he just breathes. He's like one of those guys that breathes real heavy through his nose, and it's weird. And he's getting big old thick Coke bottle glasses, and you're just like, don't touch me. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that's yeah. He's that's gonna start rubbing your hands. He just start talking about put, putting the lotion in, in the, the basket. Something weird. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, yeah, so that's fun. Okay, so is that all you played this week? Yeah, pretty much. I did discover one kind of neat thing I wanted to bring up though. Um, yeah. For anyone who has any of the modern consoles, I wasn't actually aware that you could just hook them up via USB to your PC. If you have Windows 10, no drivers involved. I figured there'd be a little bit of setup, but you can plug in a PS4 or an Xbox One controller directly into a PC, and you got yourself a nice controller. You didn't know that? Uh, no. So, what okay. world do you live in? Okay, so... <laughs> well, honestly... I've been using my 360 controller because, okay, for the 360, you had to get that little uh, adapter to use wireless ones. 
Well, right. I always used a wired one because right. I intentionally bought a wired one from my computer. Yeah, well, I understand. <laughs> I, I got the wireless <laughs> dongle so I could use my existing 360 controller. Uh-huh. Okay. And then I remember when the Xbox One S came out, uh, they were like, oh, and you can hook it up via Bluetooth to your PC, which you couldn't do with the original controller. Well, I didn't even realize that, like, you could, I figured you could plug it in and install some driver from the Windows Store or whatever to get the Xbox One controller working. But I just plugged it in to charge it one day, and lo and behold, it just worked out of the box. No drivers installed. And I did not realize that. Uh, yeah, because I remember back in the day, didn't the 360 controller had some shit when you were, uh, when it was a wireless controller, if you plugged the charging port in, it would wig the hell out. Yeah, uh, when it first came out, when XP was out, it was this huge ordeal. You had to download the drivers and all this other stuff. And uh, I remember there was something to do with, like, you had to config uh, configure the analog sticks um, in the control panel, I think. Hmm. But, um, but yeah, with, with my PS4 controller, I was looking up how to hook that up. And they're like, oh, you download the software, and you could hook it up through Bluetooth and all this other garbage. I didn't realize if you just plugged it in, though, you're good to go. Apparently, you are. That's kind of sweet. I, I I had tried a PS3 controller one time. That was a nightmare. So I yeah. gave up on that pretty quick. But that's cool to know that uh, apparently PS4 controllers can do that as well. Yeah, yeah. I bought a um, I bought one of the Sony uh, 20th anniversary controllers. Yeah, yeah, the sweet gray ones. Yeah, dude, I have that. That's my favorite controller. Uh, yeah, mine too now actually. But, uh, yeah, I'm using that on my PC. Love it. That's sweet. Actually, it's my second favorite controller. Uh, my, my, afterglo- <laughs> my afterglow will never die. We'll get into that another time. Yeah. I don't care. Everybody can make fun of me all they want. I love my controller. Like, I, I baby it. I coddle it like a child. I sleep with it at night. I sleep with it. I sleep with it under my pillow. It's just, I just have a machete and that. And you don't get close or I'll swing it at you. I'm a Jason Voorhees. Um, okay, cool. So uh, we're going to take a really quick break, and then when we come back, uh, Sean and I will tell you what kind of garbage we played. Hang on. We are back. All right. Jonathan Piper, what did you play? Oh, what did I play? So I'm not going to talk about the stuff that we played together. I'm going to let you uh, handle that. But so what have I played? Um, First thing I played was I don't ever, I don't know how to pronounce this Nidhog, is, is that how you pronounce oh, the yeah, game? Oh yeah, Nidhog yeah. Two. Okay, so I got this game with the intentions to review it, and you know the developer sent it over or whatever, and I fired it up, I started playing it, and it's pretty neat. Um, I was kind of disappointed. Like I really liked the first game. The first the first game was really minimal, and it it was it had a really like I don't know it was a it was a neat kind of feel. It didn't feel like any other game that I'd ever played before, but it's it's all about like fencing. Isn't it super stylistic though? Like it's it's really minimal, but the fighting feels really smooth and stylish. The first game, yes, that's how it feels. The second game, it it's a totally different game, and I don't know. I like I hadn't played the first game before. I just seen it and thought it was really cool. I don't know if there's like multiple weapons in the first game, but in the second game, there's all different. Like you can get like. A fencing sword you can get like an axe you can get a broadsword you can get a bow and arrow and uh there's something else you can get oh like oh daggers you can get daggers and you like you can throw any of the weapons at any time and the whole goal is to run from the 
left side of the screen, from your side of the screen, and you have to go through so many basically doors on the right hand side until you get to the last screen and then you beat the level. Okay. And then the other person is supposed to oppose you and kill you. And then once they kill you and they move past your body, then they take control and they're trying to get, you know, basically it's attack and defense kind of thing. So it's kind of like Prince of Persia if it was multiplayer, the original Prince of Persia. Sort yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah. Except you don't have it's it's more it's plat it's more of a platformer. And, and so, okay, d when the way you're describing it, it mm -hmm. reminds me of. Did anybody play those like shitty Stickman action flash games like in the yes, 2000s? It's, it's kind of like, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it reminds me of. Those ones where it's like stick mayhem, and you'd like, you know, you could like use your mouse to aim, and it would go in a circle. And yeah, like stick wars, throw your weapons. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this, yeah, kind of like that. But it's they took away that like stylistic really neat look to it and they just slapped on some like generic gross looking orc zombie <laughs> like drawings but the original ones those look like that end plus right? yeah yeah Pretty the, much... the original one it was they, they look kind of they're just black okay like just black Whoa. silhouettes black like, black silhouettes <laughs> dark silhouettes all right <laughs> I beat right. this game in like 15 minutes. Yikes. Oh, wow. The whole single player. Can, and, and I'm guessing that this is supposed to be like a multiplayer thing, which is fine uh, and all. But I, I shouldn't be able to. If you're going to put a single player campaign in a game, I shouldn't be able to blow through it in less time than it makes me takes to make like mashed potatoes. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> and it's a $15 game. Yikes. It's like a, I paid, oh, I didn't pay anything, but I would have paid a dollar a minute for this game. Wow. Like it's, like it's a phone line. And there's, there's no bosses. Like a, yeah, like a 900 number? Yeah, exactly. It might as well be calling my 900 number. And but same. you don't get any of the joy of the 900 number. No, I don't. I had, all I get was <laughs> creepy worms eating me. And I guess this would be a cool, like, party game, you know, with your friends or whatever. And, and it, it's crazy. It has very positive reviews on Steam. So it's like 80 or above whatever. I just well, don't. I don't get it. That might just be because people really like the first one, and stylistically, it is similar. Similar, right? Well, gameplay wise, no. The style is totally. It's like the complete other direction. Like it's more like a maybe everyone just playing multiplayer. Maybe that that maybe the multiplayer is really good, and but again, it's it's probably something that would be fun to do, like at a land party or you know, like us. We we're going to stream it, and, but again, in a stream, I could only do this for so long before I got bored. So is the multiplayer online or is it couch co-op? I think there's both. Oh, okay. I'll say, because if you were like, oh, it's couch co-op, then I could kind of see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, there, it has multiplayer and online multiplayer and local multiplayer. That's what it lists on Steam. It's local multiplayer and uh, online with shared split screen. Well, how long does it take to beat um, uh, Broforce if you're just playing it straight through. Broforce is a pretty big game, man. Yeah, that takes a while, man. I would say a good, like, four to six hours. Oh, okay. I, I, for some reason, I thought it was shorter than that. No, well, I mean, and yeah. it depends on what, like, what difficulty you have it on. You have it on, like, super easy. Yeah, you could probably blow through it in a couple hours. But okay. this game, I like, I put it on hard. I played it through on hard because, you know, I was like, oh, I want a challenge. It was not hard at all. Like, this is not a difficult game. And I would be fine if this was like a $5 game on Steam. Because, you know, there's plenty of really good games that are super, like, dirt cheap. Right. No, not this. Like, I was very surprised at what I got. 
Is it made by a small like an indie dev team, or yeah. is that like a okay? I was gonna say because if it, if it was like if it was like somebody's side it's project Microsoft. or something. Yeah. Well, no, you know what I mean. No, I know. There, I know what you're saying. There are those teams that are just like a spinoff of a major team mm-hmm. that put stuff out like that, and you're just kind of like, come on, guys, go ahead and step up your game. Right? No, uh, the developer is called Messhoff, and th- oh. they've made a few. They've made they've made Nidhog, Nidhog Two, and Fly Wrench. And Fly Wrench was like a seven dollar game. Nidhog was ten dollars, and this one's fifteen. I think Nidhog's the only one I'm aware of. Yeah, I I own Fly Wrench. I think or I've played it one or two. I but I don't really know anything about it. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's a fun game. It's it's playable. It's it's done really well. It's just super short, and I just it did not hold my attention. Right. So I That's never beat games. I never ever beat games, <laughs> and I beat this one. Yeah, I don't think I have so many things that I'm supposed to beat right now. Just as a, as an aside, uh, so remember I was talking about how I was playing. Um, oh God, what's it called? The one where you're like delivering pizzas and stuff. Paperboy. Yeah, yeah, Paperboy. No. <laughs> so, uh, oh God, the one with like the Japanese mobster. Oh, uh, oh, Yakuza. Yeah, Yakuza. So I was playing Yakuza Zero, right? And I like, I like went online, like ordered the first one. I'm still like, I'm still like knee deep in Yakuza Zero, and the, now I have one and two in the HD versions <laughs> that just came out on PS4, and they're just sitting in my like living room, just You're unopened. Never gonna play those. Yeah, because I'm just like, God damn it! Like I have so many things. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm so bad about it, but it was, it was, it was like 29 bucks. So really. Yeah. Why not? In my brain, like it was supposed to be. I think it's a limited edition release. So, like you know, I'm sure once it's once it's gone, it'll be so expensive. But I'll it'll be like two years from now. I'll be like, guys, I played this really great game. It'll be like, dude, you were talking about it like two years ago. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) We know that been on your that been sitting on your counter for two years. We know it. I probably just did the same thing. I got that uh, Torment Tides of Numeria. Yeah. Um, I, but I got it for PS4. I got the mm-hmm. day one edition because it came with like a soundtrack and everything. Mm-hmm. So that's probably going to sit on my shelf for a little bit. Too. <laughs> yeah. Forever and ever. Exactly. All exactly. Days. So, so uh, yeah, I played that. And then um, uh, we played together a game called This is the Police. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love this game. This is so much fun. I'm going to go back. This is when I'm actually going to go back and play through it. And like a separate from like us doing I'll, I'll start a new game or whatever but oh, yeah because we probably screwed you over yeah whatever. totally so uh nick do you know what this game is no i don't know anything about it all right so <laughs> i love management games for so I, that this comes way way back like i remember playing like sim theme park on the i think it was probably like the nes like okay. the way back and uh and i played on Gen- any game that's like you get to build something and manage it. I love it. Like uh, Theme Hospital is one of my all-time favorite games just because it's real goofy and campy, but it's just like a brilliant game. Any of those like Bullfrog software games. Maxis. Uh, yeah, yeah. Any of the Maxis games. Uh, Populous is an amazing game. You know, I love like Black and White. I even like Black and White too, even though everybody like shits on that. I, I like it. Peter Molyneux. You know what? That was before Peter Molyneux <laughs> was just like a garbage person. When his games are actually decent, I even bought Goddess. I don't. I, I didn't think it was going to be great, and I haven't played it since it was in like super early beta. But all those games. I say did that ever actually even come out? They they started working on like a uh, Goddess War or something like that, which was like a multi. It's the same game, but it's like has multiplayer. In it. I don't. I didn't bother with it, but uh, 
some kind of insane spinoff. Yeah, it, it basically is. It's whatever. It's not important. So this is the. <laughs> it is a. It reminds me of Papers, Please. Oh, okay. In that you you have a very in depth story in between each stage. So, like you know, in Papers, Please. You know, it'll go from being inside your your house. You're reading the newspaper, and it's like telling the story. So it's, this is kind of that same concept, where you start the stage and you get this video of you're a cop that's being forced out of the police force, and you've been there for you know a million years, and you're you have like 180 days, and then you have to retire. And you play through each of these stages where you have a incident that occurs. You have to send a group of police officers to that event and they do your, their stuff. And sometimes you'll have to answer questions. Like it'll be like, Oh, there's a man walking around with a clown mask on. What do we do? And then you have to tell the cops, Oh, shoot at his face. And then they shoot at his <laughs> face and then something happens. So that's essentially the game. And it's, there's no action or anything like that. You're literally sitting on a screen and it shows a map and little bubbles pop up and you have to make decisions based on these bubbles. And I love it's like, shoot his dick. Shoot yeah, exactly. His dick. That's all. That's what it is. That's the whole game, but it's a brilliant game. It's done really well. I love the art style and it's challenging. You know, I, I played it a little bit longer because we did on a on a live stream like two weeks ago, maybe was it like two or three yeah. weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. And Matt, you, you seem like you were enjoying it too. Not not for the actual gameplay aspect, but for the right, not for the right reasons. Yeah. So th- there would be things where they're like, they're like, uh, we we need somebody to come to the this this club and like work the door. Can we borrow a guy? And I'm like, send Nana because we get this one little old lady. She was like a senior citizen cop, and her stats were really low. Like she was bad at everything. The absolute like, lowest they could be. Yeah, I'm like, send Nana. And then she just like comes back. She's like, I'm quitting. I'm making all the money over here watching the door. I'm like, oh, Jesus, Nana's going to get stabbed and it's going to be on us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because each of the police officers, they have like a, I guess, is it a morality rating? I don't know. I don't, it's, like a, it's like how, how, good, you, how good you do. And then how good they are at their job, how likely they are to succeed if you put them out in the field. And so there's a lot of management where you're trying to figure out based on their stats, like, if you want to send two officers, like which two do you send? Who do you team up? Who do you not team up? Because there's also events where the, the bad guy will get away. And that's that 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 comes back on you later. So you've got to manage the shifts and which officers ride together and which ones don't. And you can't let too many people get away. And it's a whole thing. But yeah, I was I liked it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. It, I liked it because I was I was picking the stupidest people to go on the stupidest jobs. And as the, you as we <laughs> progressed, there's also like big crimes that happen like murders and you have to send detectives on them and they uncover clues and then by the end you have to kind of like make a decision on like who to arrest so there's that there's there's it's multiple levels of a game which is kind of cool yeah it's it's, it's it's a solid game it really is yeah there was a lot more to it than i thought there was going to be i think I, I i was more expecting just Kind of like you were just running down rosters and sending out units, and you were like football manager or something like that. Something, yeah, yeah, something like that. No, it was it was really good. So I mean, I I enjoyed it. So we're, I think we're gonna stream it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would be a cool one to stream again. There's another one uh, called the Beat or Cop Beat, Beat Cop. 
Yeah, I think it's called Beacon. Beacon, that's what it is. I just know that the the the, it has a donut on this in the front. Which yeah, that that one was just on sale, right? Because I think I got an email about that. Yeah, yeah, it recently was. Um, Who was it that was it? Was Bat Dizzle the one that uh, recommended that? Or I believe Camp Micro. It was either Bat Dizzle, Camp Micro, or Steel. I want to say it was either Bat Dizzle or Camp Micro, though, because I I don't think we've seen Steel in a while. Those are uh, some of our. He's been off on the. uh, He's been off on the uh, the Destiny. Like a madman. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, so it was just it was some guys that join us regularly on on our on Twitch. They were hanging out and they recommended we play this. And I've had it for a long time, and I just never bothered playing it because I didn't think it was gonna be very fun. And I'm glad I did. Yeah, we just bluntly were like, "Hey, what do you guys want to see us play?" Well, because we were trying to play. uh, Are you afraid of the dark? And that was awful. Oh, so bad. I forgot we played it until just now. Yeah, I think it was broken. Honestly, and we it was hard for me to hear what was going on. And there's this, this Dr. Orfeo guy or whatever, and he was just creeping. He was just like a pedophile, and he's like, Come into my magic shop, go, come down my trap door. And everybody's like, What? No, I don't think I want to do that. And he's like, Yes, you do. I'm the trap king. But then, then he just like opens the door, and it's actually just like a bunch of mannequin heads down there, like it's Al Snow's back room in his garage. <laughs> Super weird. Yeah, <laughs> what's happening? That was, like that was a wrestling joke. Nobody, nobody's cares. welcome. Yeah. Um, and then I also played the last game I played is a, a game <laughs> called Offensive Combat Redo. Yay. So we played this together, Matt, and it I reviewed it. So if you guys want to read the review, it's over on Nerd Life. Um This was a game. And that's about that's as far as I can take it. <laughs> It sure was a game. So if you ever wanted to play the most generic shooter of all time, oh, oh. The most forgettable, generic, just like whatever. Online, shoot. online deathmatch shooter. So basically it was like a really bad version of, oh. Um, like Unreal Tournament yeah, yeah. or it's something very, like that. Yeah, was, or, or Quake. There you go, so yeah, like, Quake. L- let's, take, let's take Quake, we'll give it some a little bit better graphics and then skin it with like just some goofy characters, lots of like button dick jokes and aliens. Yes. That was the game. And there's nothing to it. Like there's, there's some like progression. The fact that you can like level up your weapons and you can like buy different like parts for your person's body. And they, they had the right intentions. I think with the game, especially since all of the in-game purchases you couldn't purchase with real money. That made me so excited that a developer was finally like, hey, we're not going to nickel and dime you. Okay, We're not going to be like Ubisoft. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of uh, back in like the 90s when you had like a Half-Life mod, Mm -hmm. like like Pirates, Vikings, and Knights, or if you remember the original Mm Counter-Strike, where it was just like a mod of a much better game. Yeah, it um, did. It came across that way, and I yeah. want the original game may have been a mod for something, and then they just built a standalone. Um, right. it, it kind of it kind of came across to me as like a just a bad version of like Team Fortress. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that's the perfect way to describe it. Yeah, so if you like version. Team Fortress, you'll probably like it, and if you can convince a couple of friends to buy it, it would probably be a cool you know sit down and wait while the real game you want to play is updating. Like, yeah, that's what this game is. It's, <laughs> it's it's not bad. That's the thing. It's like the controls were really solid, and the graphics weren't awful. I mean, the gameplay was fluid. It had so much potential, but there was just like beyond that, like the actual game. There's nothing to it. 
And it was it was a million percent forgettable. It was like I had to look up what before we did this, I had to look up what the name of the game was. And I just played it like last week. So I mean, eh. I played that. It was a game. <laughs> I, I ain't mad <laughs> awesome. at it. Yeah, it's it was one of those things like we played it, we played it for a while too. I mean, I think we played we played it for like two and a half, three hours. Yeah. And uh we sat through it, we played it. We unlocked some skins, we unlocked some weapons, we hung out, we joined a few games. Joining games took a lot longer than it should have. Uh, I think that's just because it's a really new game, though. Yeah, controls were good. Everything was kind of really fluid, but it just it was generic in every way possible, and there was there was no reason for us to ever play it again. <laughs> um, so, and again, if if you want to read the article about that, there's a more in depth article written. That I mean, this is a this is a short summary, but. Uh, if you want to read the whole article, head over to nerdlifetx.com and uh, you can see what Sean wrote about it over there. So that's fine. Um, all right. So uh, does that bring bring us to me then? What did you play? What an awful game. Okay. Did you play? Sweet. So I'm going to run down this as quick as I can because uh, I want to give our uh, topic a chance here. Um, so I played MTV's Club Dead, which I played on stream last week, like midweek, I want to say Wednesday or something. Is that it an MTV game? Yeah, it was god awful. Okay, it was <laughs> as as expected. Yeah, but like some FMV game, some FMV games that are bad are are funny bad. Night Trap. But yeah, exactly. But this is not one of those. <laughs> this is like this is like one of those games where they're talking about virtual reality is a drug, man. And like, it's so like super, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. It, okay. Imagine if Johnny Mnemonic was just put together by your high college roommate. <laughs> Just in his in his dorm room. I love Johnny Mnemonic. That's like one of my favorite movies growing up. I, I went inside with, with my dad like three times. Right. Yeah. No, Johnny Mnemonic is great, but not if it's made by a high college kid. It's not okay. good. No fun. Imagine. Okay. Imagine Puck made it. Oh, God. Like God. that's that's exactly what it is. So for you youngins, there's the, the real world, right? Yeah. And Puck was the guy that was in the real world, and he was just a, the biggest asshole on the planet. Nobody liked him. And I think I don't know if he got kicked out of the house or what, but he was famous for just being the biggest. Did piece he, of he like punch somebody in the face? I think like a lady. I, they all punch everybody in the face. I don't know J- Jersey Shore something. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The mist never that, punched anybody in the face. Imagine if the grossest person you've ever met drank the grossest beers you've ever seen, and then smoked the dirtiest weed you could ever find, and then they were just like, <laughs> "I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make a movie." And then they just made a movie in their in their bedroom, and then they took it to your other friend who had like two credit hours in game making. It was just like, well, I can make like a menu. And they were like, great, cut my movie up, put it, put it, put a menu on it. That's the game. <laughs> That's the whole game. Yeah. There's no gameplay. It's literally just like you're, you're in a, a hotel and you're some sort of virtual reality plumber is what you call yourself. <laughs> but essentially your job is to like fix things that are broken in the virtual reality world. Or it, it, just, it sounds like a technician. Hotel. <laughs> That's that's all it is. Yeah, man. You're so playing, you, this is help desk simulators. What this is? Yes, yes. So all you have to do is be on the right floor of the hotel at the right time. That's that's all it is. And then stuff happens if you're there. And there are things like you have an inventory where you can hold something in an inventory slot, and then the character might react. But I only had a character react one time, and that ended up getting me a game over. Every other time, nobody gave a shit what was in my hands. It was dumb. It was stupid. There was there was no explanation for anything. Everybody's using really cool '90s talk. It was it was a stupid game. It was dumb. The FMV is kind of funny, but like if you if you want to experience that game and what I'm 
telling you sounds like a good time, just literally go on YouTube and find somebody who has super cut all the video together and just watch that instead. That's that would be much more fun than playing this game. So that's horrible. Uh, so <laughs> then uh, Sean and I played a bunch of free games. Uh, I'm going to skip a couple of them just for time's sake, but the one I really want to talk about because I really would like to see it succeed is Drop Zone. Yes. Now, Drop Zone is amazing. And Nick, you are going to love this. So Drop Zone is a mech uh, MOBA where it can be played two different ways. So it can either be played as a MOBA where each you've got two teams of three and everybody controls their one mech that has their one job and all the mechs are customizable so you can earn parts you know i can change out my weapons on my mech or i can change the color or i can change my turret system or how far i can see or whatever by parts i can earn by playing the game right oh yeah it keeps going yeah it's super sweet it's so good (laughs) so um you know you've got all these really cool things in or and this is the cool part you can play one person controls all three tanks and then it plays like an rts it's super, super cool, man. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's crazy. Yes, yes. Now, herein lies the problem. It no. is super, super new, and, like, nobody is playing it. Like, I was talking to one of the developers in the all chat. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, answer people's questions. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I'm going to put the call out right now. If anybody's into like mech games or MOBAs is listening to this right now and is willing to play drop zone, I would like to get two teams of three together and stream a match because I would really like to see this game take off. It is, it is, it is, it's, it looks great. The characters are really cool. Each tank is super different. There's loot boxes in it. We didn't find anything where it was begging for us to pay real money. Like we had a great time. Sean and I, unfortunately we could only uh, play bot matches, but we just cranked the bots way up. And they did. They did pose a challenge. Yeah, I mean, we, we had two medium bots and one like hard, and they they almost beat our asses. So, my my absolute favorite part of that game was the fact that the level of customization for your mech. So oh, it's insane. Like you you get you get your loot boxes, and you know you might get like different guns for one mech, or you'll get like boosters for another mech, and you have all these different ways that you can mix and match and customize. Like I started off with this, you know, the basic mech and he had like, um, like these cluster rockets and just a, just normal, like gun, like a machine gun. And, uh, I got, went through a couple of loot boxes and I ended up getting like these crazy, like electricity cannons. And I had these like super like boosters and my, uh, and then like you have, uh, I had an ult that like was automatically triggered when my health was low. And whenever I did that, it shoots out this like EMP and it disables everything for like five seconds around me so I can get away. Dude, it was so awesome. I loved it. And there's a bunch of different characters you can play. Was there like eight? Was there eight or nine characters? Yeah, I think it was nine. Which I think it was. So it, it doesn't sound like a lot, but the fact that you can customize like all the little aspects of it and really make it your own character, it, it, it made the game awesome. I loved it. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was really, really good. And unlike a normal MOBA, the points that you were trying to capture in this one, it it has to do with collecting these like cores that you can go pick up. And the cores are protected by essentially these giant sandworms. And your team has to team up to kill the sandworms while defending against the other team who is also trying to kill the sandworms. But every time you kill a sandworm, because the games last for 15 minutes, it's a continuous game for 15 minutes. Just getting one point doesn't make you win. Whoever has the most points at the end of the 15 minutes wins. It's like a basketball game. Yeah. And every sandworm that you kill, when it regenerates in that spot, 
it's like twice as strong and it, it can yeah, create it bigger. Yeah. It's crazy. It can create like bigger minions to defend itself and stuff. Oh man. Crazy. It yeah. is craziness. It is so fun. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Like your base doesn't spawn creeps. It's the, these, uh, these points, these worms spawn the creeps and it's there. They don't fight for anyone. They fight to protect the core. So it's, it's really, it's a neat kind of like all the points are neutral and you just have to keep going trying to connect trying to capture all the points that's awesome yeah it rules so nick i highly recommend that and it's free that's the perfect price so anybody who's out there that wants to play with us let us know please because we would love to get a couple of teams together and if we get enough people it'd be sweet to do like a tournament style play you know just get like a couple of teams of three together because i know cool. i know wolfman muscleford would play with us and Corey would probably play so i think that'd be good so definitely check that game out uh the one last game i want to talk about before we get into our topic because we're we're kind of winding down on time here is uh, I played a game called Otagi 2 on my original Xbox. Now, what this game is, is uh, it was actually made by From Software, who are the guys who make uh, uh, Dark Souls, Souls, Demon's Soul, uh, Bloodborne, all that stuff. Armored Core. Yes, this game is bonkers as hell. So you've got like these five gods, right? And there's a story. I don't know what the hell is going on. It's super, super Asian. Is super Asian, <laughs> uh, kind of like Demon Souls and Dark Souls. It's it, you know those are super steeped in like Japanese mythology and stuff. Uh, but this game, uh, it was produced, I believe, by Sega, and it breaks down sort of like an arcade game where you select which area on the map you want to go into, and then there's like an arcade segment with like an intro video and an outro video that tell you how you did, and then they grade you on every map. So you've got these like four or five gods you can pick from to go into the map and they're crazy. One guy's got like a cheetah head and he's got like a, like a two, like a sword that's got points on both ends. One lady is just, just a lady with a scythe. One lady shoots a bunch of magic out of her fingers. Uh, One guy is just literally like, he's just like a tube and he just has a ship wheel on his back. that You can just throw at people. It's crazy. (laughs) There's just crazy stuff happening everywhere. And, uh, you're fighting each map has different enemies, which is cool. And it's a 3d like action fighter kind of, and you can earn things by destroying buildings and killing enemies to upgrade your characters, to give them new weapons or new abilities or new, whatever. It's super cool. It's super customizable. It's super neat. You can play whatever character you get to pick what character you want to play. And some characters are better suited for certain enemies you know, because enemies might be like, oh, this is a fire enemy, so you want to pick somebody who's good at resisting fire. But you pick your character before the match starts, and then you play through the map. It's super cool. It keeps track of all kinds of things. Like, if you blow up too many, like, buildings, they take points off because, you know, it was somebody's house or whatever, and you're supposed to be the good guy. Uh, but you can go back up through and play them as many times as you want. Um, the maps I played so far, one was uh, a bunch of spider guys. It was just giant spiders which was sweet, and they, they just spit fire at you. It was awesome. And the other one was uh, spirits. They looked like little pieces of paper with arms. And they're just all floating around. Like, blah, 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 blah. They sound like putties from Power Rangers <laughs> just hanging out. Um, but it was pretty sweet. So, uh, you know, and then you fight all them, and you kill everything in a certain area. So it tells you how many enemies are left, and you have to kill all the enemies. So it's very arcadey, but it's also really awesome. I mean, I sat there and played it. I, I was getting my ass handed to me. And this is, Sean, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. I suck at it. I was getting my ass handed to me because I'm not good at those arcade style like action games. You know that. You've seen me play a few of them. <laughs> right. Um, I was having a great time. I played for hours, man. 
I, I think that's hours. a little bit different with arcade games, though. Like arcade style games is, it, yeah, you do suck, but you know, it's still really the game is designed to be enjoyable, even though you were doing terrible. Right. They really, really, really want you to uh, keep pumping, keep pumping in the money. That's right. Yeah, exactly. just reset and go, reset and go. So, but yeah, that was the only other game area I uh, really wanted to talk about. Um, we, Sean and I played a couple other free ones. We played Uniworld and On Raid. Uh, mm. Raid, I can't recommend. It is, it is sort of like uh, Awesome Knots with all the fun stripped out of it. Yeah, I, I, just, I was, that's, I, I wanted to play Awesome Knots when I was playing it. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> that's always, always good. Oh, Honey World is a unique uh, MOBA, but it was designed to be a, that's a, a mobile, app. mobile app for Android. Um, but essentially, it's, it's a combination of a tower defense game and a MOBA. It didn't know what it wanted to be. Yeah, it was a lot to take in. But if, if you're interested in that, you can try those too. Yeah. Uh, okay, real quick, we're going to take a break, and then we are going to go into our topic. So hang on. We are back. Okay, so I, I'm going to apologize in advance. Uh, Sean and I got a really awesome message from somebody that we met at uh, GeekFest. And he had mentioned that he would like to hear us talk about games that sucked when they came out, but then they kind of got good or they got better later on. Uh, he kind of based this on what uh, Dave Obanjo was talking about in our live podcast, which was our last episode. So if you missed that, uh, the last episode was a live show. So definitely check that out. Uh, and let us know what you think of that because we would like to do more live speaking uh, engagements if possible in the future. So if you like it, let us know so we know to do more of them. Uh, but we, could, we couldn't remember your name, uh, so I'm really, really sorry. Uh, if, if, if you were the one that brought this topic up, definitely tweet us so we know it was you and we'll, I don't know, we'll throw a free Steam key away or something uh, just to kind of say thank you because, you know, it, it, we listen when you guys send us messages and stuff. It's just we get we get a lot of messages. Uh, I don't have access to the Twitter account. I didn't realize how many messages we get. And Sean's like, dude, we get like hundreds of messages a day. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so, uh, but if you sent this in, we appreciate it. Let us know who you are so we can we can reach out to you and maybe send you a Steam key or send you something fun just to thank you for uh, the idea for this uh, episode. So, all right, so, uh, guys, do you have any games that, that sucked when they came out uh, that kind of got better or the developer changed up over time? Uh, I know No Man's Sky is one that he mentioned specifically, the, 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 the guy who sent us the, the Twitter message. I never played that game. Yeah, I didn't either because here's the thing with me. This is going to be a hard one for me because uh, we talked about this beforehand. The only I, I, I don't play games when they're new on purpose. I get burned very, very rarely. And once I do get burned uh, by games like, I don't know, Friday the 13th, I stop playing them. Oh, God, I know. Because once you burn me, I'm done with you. I, you don't get a chance to, to come back and make it up. But you, I know get, that, you ain't going to get double fucked. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not going to go, please, sir, can I have another just for you to put your balls on my face? I ain't trying to get that. So, um, you know, we kind of thought I, a few more kind of games, I think, in the realm of what he was thinking of was maybe something like Evolve, where they went back in and, and redid it, kind of like, a, oops, we're sorry, we messed it up. Um, but it was you guys too any, late. It was, yeah, see, they, 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 they never even got to make their changes on the consoles. I think it was only ever done on the PC version, yeah. which is crazy. So we, and that would actually be a fun one. We should try and stream that one time just to see what kind of horrible mess. So we would be the only people playing it in the whole right, It would just be you and me and Nick. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't play with us because he only plays forever alone. True story. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Sean, what, yes. do, you, 
Can you think of any games that would fall into this category? So I might catch some shit for this, but the the game that I would say for me personally, that kind of they made a lot of mistakes when they launched the game and then they rectified them and they they didn't re-release the game, but they they did make the changes. And then eventually by like version like 2.0 of the game, it was really good. And, and that would have to be Diablo 3 for me. I think, you know, I think, I think Blizzard had really good intentions at the beginning and they were just reaching for the stars and they crashed really hard and they immediately realized, hey, we need to fix this. And by, you know, the first, you know, once the first couple of updates are out, they, they fixed things like they, they pulled the auction house because that was just cancerous for all that. And they went in and, and they fixed how the game actually played and they balanced a lot of the characters and they added a lot of new content. And it, it just, it, it was a completely different game once 2.0 was out. Yeah, I remember the, the biggest thing that they changed that I remember uh, was the load times. Their servers got absolutely annihilated. Yeah, I didn't even get to play it. Right, and I, I think that that left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. Uh, and I barely remember v- vanilla D3. I barely remember it. I, when you and I played it uh, a couple months ago when we were playing, mm-hmm. I was like, man, this isn't that bad. Yeah, it's a good game now. It's, really, it's an enjoyable game. Yeah, I mean, it's still not Diablo 2. It's still not that customizable. We've talked about that, that it's never, there's no game was going to be Diablo 2. If you want to, if you want to play Diablo 2, there's a lot of other, or if there's, there's a lot of other games that I think did that style a lot better than Diablo 3 did. Like Path of Exile. Like if you, if you want to play like Diablo 2.5, you need to play Path of Exile. If you want to play the next game in the diablo kind of canon than diablo 3 that's that's why you play it not because you want to play diablo 2 again i wish i wish it would have been i wish it would have been closer to that but you know blizzard they went that was during their whole like restructuring to be more accessible by more gamers not just like hardcore gamers so that i think that was that was the biggest stumbling block in in my opinion that that really hurt that game was the fact that they they had bigger they had bigger dreams for it than I think everyone wanted. Everybody really they just wanted to play more Diablo two, like Diablo two with more characters and more levels and you know look right. better. And they, I mean, a new character literally just came out for Diablo three, like what two months ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, the so, necromancer, which, the necromancer, which you had to pay for it, but. I think I think Blizzard did the right thing here is they actually gave you a lot of stuff. So you weren't yeah. just like, oh, I'm buying this character for five bucks. You I don't remember how much I think it was like ten dollars. But you got the character, they added an, a bunch of new quests for it, they added a bunch of new gear, uh, and then uh as per Blizzard, they gave you stuff for their other games as well. So you got a good amount of stuff. Oh, and you got an you got an extra tab in your treasure chest as well. And some games like uh, path of exile, I think it's like 10 bucks in path of exile for an extra tab in your treasure chest. Right. So, I mean, Diablo, Diablo three, the, the new, uh, it's kind of an expansion. It's kind of not whatever you want to call it. Then, you know, the new character pack, it, it was totally worth it. It's like an expansion light. Yeah. It, it didn't, it wasn't a full on, like, you know, like uh, the Re- was it Reaper of souls. It wasn't yeah. a, like a full expansion like that because you know that really really changed the whole game. 
but, it, but that was also thirty dollars. Yes, full price, a full price expansion. Yeah. But you know, this the necro the necromancer pack, it, it it was worth it, and they did a lot of really cool stuff with it. It was fifteen actually. Fifteen dollars, yeah. So even at fifteen dollars, I, I still think it was worth it. I picked it up on June thirtieth. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it, I think it was worth. Uh, they did add a lot to it, and yeah, going back to like vanilla Diablo three, I actually had a friend over. Uh, bought a copy for myself and my wife, and uh, it sucked because that whole night we could not connect. Like, <laughs> dude, launch together. day, launch day was so bad. Oh, it was it was hell. They it were was not awful. prepared, which is surprising to me when they're used to handling how many millions of people that play World of Warcraft, and right. they, they botched yeah. the launch of which. One of the things that they, I, I think the, re, the one of the reasons was if you went to uh, BlizzCon or was it? No, it's if you prepaid for a year of World of Warcraft or you made an agreement that said you would play for a year, then they gave you Diablo 3 on launch day for free. It was something like that. Uh, okay. So I think, so that's one of the ways that they, you know, they really like boosted how many people actually had the game. And I think that that maybe they weren't anticipating having that many people or something, but I don't know. Blizzard has traditionally been really good with, with releases of expansions, patches, and new games like Overwatch. Like when they launched Overwatch, I don't remember a single issue with it. Yeah, you know, I'd never heard that before. You just told me that what that they gave it free for doing X, Y, or Z. Yeah, Diablo 3 was given away um, for, I don't remember, I don't remember what it was, but there was a reason that they gave it away for free. I, that's really weird to me. I don't, I, well, I guess it makes sense. Is it? I don't know. Well, you're, if you're paying 15 bucks a month and you, you pay, like, let's say you prepay for like a one-year subscription to WoW or something like that, they still are making money. It, it, money is money. And if they were just trying to... We, if we can get you playing two games for the price of one, <laughs> right? Get you in for that long haul. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. So, but yeah, I mean, I mean, there have definitely been strides made in the Diablo, the D three universe, to to make it a better game. The multiplayer experience is is definitely better. They added the adventure mode, uh, that kind of stuff that that did make a big difference in the game. I mean, granted, you're paying for that difference. It's not like they did it out of the kindness of their heart. A lot of that stuff. Uh, comes with an expansion pack, but still. And to be fair, like they had that server situation figured out. Um, the following weekend, I had five people over, and uh, we we did it up right that weekend, and we actually ended up beating the game. So they did they did do it right that way. Okay, cool. Uh, Nick, what about you? Do you have a game like that that uh, you want to talk about? I do, and actually, the funny thing is, it has its roots in and Diablo a little bit back in <laughs> back in 2007 a game came out uh, by flagship studios mm-hmm. uh, which was helmed by Bill Roper and he is actually one of the original designers who worked on uh, Blackthorn uh, Warcraft 1 and 2 the original Diablo uh, Starcraft and Brood War uh, I think he actually had something to do with Diablo 2 and Warcraft 3 also. Anyhow, um, the game is Hellgate London. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Anybody remember that? 
Yeah, he showed me videos of that game. It looked crazy as hell. I actually tried to see if, if there was anybody running private servers still, and there's not, unfortunately. That was, yeah. it was uh, Blizzard North, right, that developed it? No, it wasn't. He used to be he used to be part of Blizzard North though. Okay. Yeah, and he left Blizzard uh because they wouldn't they weren't working on the, the new Diablo title yet, mm-hmm. uh Diablo three, and he was ready to make a Diablo esque game. So um he formed his own studio, uh flagship studios, and um ended up coming up with Hellgate London, which was kind of like a third person Well no, it's first person, wasn't it? You can zoom into first person, okay. um, but typically you're looking at your character third person, so you can see your armor and everything else. Right. But it was, but it was kind of an over the shoulder type thing, like isometric sort of. Uh, no, not even isometric. Like you're in a 3D world. Uh, more think of think Resident Evil Four. Okay, I I have the game somewhere here. I okay. I remember playing it. Like it was like, oh, this is Diablo with guns in the future. Yeah, but uh, I I didn't obviously invest very much time in it. So yeah, when it first came out, I I was really excited. Because, you know, this guy had history with Diablo, and I loved Diablo too. Um, so when it first came out, we actually, uh, me and a friend of mine bought like the collector's edition, which came in this absolutely ridiculously large box. So PC games used to come in the big box PC game, yeah. like boxes, you know? This thing was like, I don't know, it was like probably like 20, 22 inches tall. Oh, God. It was ridiculous. It, it didn't it's a monolith. No. It was. It was huge. And then ultimately it had like a DVD case on it. Anyhow, um, when the game first came out, it was buggy as hell. Um, I tried so hard to enjoy myself. You got like two months for free, and then they wanted to start charging you 15 bucks a month. So I played the first two months, and I'm like, I can't. It's so broken. I just, I couldn't. So I gave it about a year, and then they had this like free month if you get back into the game, because they had lost so many players right at the big get-go. Yeah. Uh, So we started playing again, and uh, it actually was a little bit better. So I continue playing, and and there was some sort of deal. I don't remember what it was, but it didn't end up that you were paying fifteen bucks a month anymore. I think you could get like six months for thirty bucks or some sort of deal. Mm-hmm. So I remember paying for something like that. And uh, me and a friend of mine, Joe, I think my wife actually played with us for a little bit. Um, we had a good time. You could choose between like Templars. There were Cabalists. And hunters, so there's different classes that you could choose. Um, you had different weapons for each one of the classes, uh, like completely different loadouts that you can do, different styles. Like, if I remember right, I think Joe was choosing the Templar, and it had these crazy moves where dual wielding swords, and you could jump into a character, and it, it even if you were first person at the it would switch to third person and you would watch your character like flip over the enemies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it was fun, but it was all um, like randomly generated maps. So every time you went into a map, it would be in between you and your party. And it was a, a little bit different each time. It was an enjoyable game. That's, yeah. From what you showed me, it looked bonkers as hell too. There's just like explosions and shit flying everywhere. And it oh, was like yeah. this weird 3d view. The only thing was to me, it looked a little stiff. It was. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The animation was. It was that weird 3D where the camera's kind of locked with this blocky thing in the center. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they just the age of the game itself and you know all that but yeah i I would like to try that game someday i'm I'm wondering it like i said i I looked immediately after you and i talked to see if there was any like private servers still up and Mm -hmm. it looked like at some point like two years ago maybe some guy was talking about turning one up in a forum yeah they had uh so the the weird thing about about it was they ran out of money really quickly (laughs) flagship imagine that yeah, like as they were building the game, they ran into this problem. So, like, it was like Namco Bandai or something like that was the publisher. Who? No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was all kinds of weird. Like, they sold off rights to like EA, Namco Bandai, and then some Korean company. I, I don't remember what they were, some holding company. So, technically, three different companies owned the rights to this, and Flagship no longer basically did once it was released. Mm-hmm. So once it stopped basically making any sort of money, those two companies, they kept kind of um, trading who owned the rights to the IP. So throughout the years, like the, the Korean company took it over and it became like a big thing in Korea for a little bit. It actually had a good life there. And then um, once it was dropped there, somebody started up something in like Japan or something like that. Um, and a lot of people from around the world started connecting to that those servers. Um, and that was like back in like 2014, I think it was. Last I looked, that server, that cluster of servers went down in 2016. And I don't think I don't think anyone's done anything with it since. So they're just gone forever. It's got everything is dead. It may actually be. I'm hoping someday, you know, like a private server turns up and. I could get back on it because it would just be fun revisiting. But right, but yeah, that game it so it started off broke as hell. I I didn't enjoy it at all. Um, I did go back about a year later, and a lot of the problems that I had were fixed, and I had a whole lot of fun with the game at that point in time. So I would definitely say Hellgate London would be one of those games, and I wish it would be one of those games that say go try it. But as it sits right now, that's not. That's not really an option. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing to go try. Yes. Unless somebody knows of something, let us know. Yeah, if you, if you, if you know, stream. Hell, if you know anything about that game, let us know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so mine's probably going to be a little shorter than yours because mine is actually a relatively new game. Okay. Uh, the Division. Oh. Which, yeah, that's everybody's response. But again, okay, so here's the deal of The Division and, and me personally. I didn't play The Division when it first came out. I started The Division last year. Me too. When The Division came out, or when I played it last year, I paid $9 for the game on PS4. <laughs> so I got a $9 they just gave it to you. Yeah, they basically gave it away to me. Uh, and the I think the, the, the Pyro expansion was getting ready to come out. And it was supposed to be like 30 bucks. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm giving you $30 for this. That's You're out of your mind. They learned their lesson in that it was season two, which just started up. It actually just, I think just last week, the new, uh, it'll be two weeks when this comes out. The uh, newest expansion just came out and it's free. It's totally mm-hmm. free. There's free updates. There's better weapons. There's expansions to certain sections of maps. There's weapons and multiplayer. There's, you know, uh, XP boosts and XP adjustments on certain enemies and difficulty adjustments. It's like a legit expansion, and it just came out for free. Well, it's because they were like hemorrhaging players. The, yeah, but you know, the, they haven't gone that route with um, 
for honor yet. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Give it give it some time, sir. It's getting there though. For honor is bad, man. It's, that's I haven't played it. Last time I played it was when you and I played it that night. And and that right there is what happens when when I come up against a game. So this was a hard one for me to talk about because when I come up against a game that screws me over like that, I won't I won't play it again. I just won't because okay. because I have that bad taste in my mouth. Like, well, fuck you too. That right? You don't care enough to keep this thing working right. That I don't care enough to play it right. So that's kind of where I'm coming from with it. Uh, I'm going to go back and give Friday the 13th another shot because I hear it's less wonky now, but they are still getting ripped apart on their Facebook page. Well, they kind of, they did a really bad job handling it. Yeah. I mean, as a company, they did a bad job handling it, but so did No Man's Sky. And now everybody's talking about how great the expansion is. There's all these animals. There's all this shit to do. And still nobody's playing it because you done shot yourself in the foot already. Right. It's done, man. Nobody wants to play with you anymore. When you overpromise, and then when the game comes out, all those features aren't in there, and people start proving it out that they're not in there, and you are silent for months. I, you deserve to die on the vine. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And nobody's nobody's going to stop back by later and be like, "Man, I wonder if this is better now." Yeah. No. Nobody's doing that. Nobody. If it shows up on a Steam sale and I, I could pay like bucks to, to just experiencing it, maybe. You know what I mean? Right. But that's but you, once once you get to that point, it's so far down the road, it's hard to it's hard to come back. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If you if you look at some of, uh, for example, these MMOs that are all going free to play now, that's a great example because they they don't do that shit until they're so far down the road they're almost at the end of life right look yeah, at the ones yeah, still, yeah for the for the most part yeah the, a lot of the ones that still have an active community are uh you know ones that you still pay for wow still is an active community and yeah you, level 20 is free but you still have to pay for it because they're still developing for it yeah. it's still becoming a new thing and i think that's another game that you could look at uh, contrary to my point from the last episode that's another game that if you played it once and you kind of liked it, try it now. It's going to blow your mind the differences that have happened in that game. Absolutely. like it, it, They're different games, completely different games. Right. Yeah, for me, it doesn't make enough of a difference, but for somebody out there, you're going you're gonna to love it. You're going to fall in love with that game because of the mm-hmm. changes that have been being made. And I think it is, it is important that companies can go back and, and, and adapt and, and fix their mistakes. I think the unfortunate thing is that the, the pretty standard thing is not to fix your mistakes it's just to be like you're wrong you're wrong don't plug your xbox in on the internet and make a new one yeah like they just they just they 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 have a refusal to to go back and admit they made a mistake or to help or to Mm -hmm. to to make things better and uh unfortunately that's partially our fault too because as a fan community you can even tell a lot of fans are like well give me something free then like bitch no i'm not giving you anything for free (laughs) well i will say like as mmos that kind of like oh we're broken so we'll make it free now right um somebody that actually did a lot better Mm -hmm. after they moved to a free-to-play kind of format Mm -hmm. um was star wars i've heard that that game is okay micah and i played it like it wasn't when it first came out but it was when it was still a premium game and uh, they were doing like a free weekend, and uh, we played it, and it was a pretty fun game. I'm, a, I'm not. I mean, I've seen Star Wars, but I wouldn't say like I'm a Star Wars fan by any stretch of the imagination. Sean hates Star Wars. 
I don't hate it. <laughs> I just don't like. I just can't. I can't get into it. And and I always I always joke around with Ricky because pe- people who have actually paid attention to the website or or you know seen what we post on uh, like Twitter and Facebook and stuff is I, I'm a big like Funko collector. I love pops, but the one thing I could care less about that everybody tends to like shit their pants over is like Star Wars pops, and I just don't care about them you know but i played the mmo and the mmo actually kind of made me interested in the game and i was talking to somebody the other day and they're saying that you know that recently they have overhauled a lot of stuff and they've made the game i want to say playable but it was playable when i played it but they made it a lot better well they they did a whole i mean that game is is kind of like wow in that it's not even the same game like the story is not even the story progresses it's not even the same story anymore so that's like that's the part that blows my mind is that they're still developing it like that. And it's free. So yeah, pile free on top of that. I'm there. I'm there, man. You know, ESO ESO just went free not that long ago. And that definitely is a game that's worth giving another look at because a lot of the janky stuff that when it first came out, didn't work right. Or the clunkiness of the interfaces is gone now. So that's definitely worth. And that's, that's, that's a great example of something that is free now, but I still pay for it because I like it enough that I give them money to continue to get more out of it. Right. Uh, so I, I think those, those, those are all pretty good examples of games that I think um, the takeaway is that even if you make a mistake at launch, you can still drive through, you can move forward. So, all right. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about before we uh, sign off? Uh, nope. No, I'm good. Nope. No butts. No nothing. Ain't no butts here. Ain't, ain't no, no butts. butts. Ain't no butts. Okay, so, um, all right, if you liked our dumb voices, you want to hear more of what we do, you want to listen to our other podcasts, etc., make sure you go to nerdlifetx.com. That's where you'll find everything we do. Uh, we are still working through our slew of new writers. We had a bunch of people that wanted to write for us, so I think Nick is actually editing one of the articles currently, correct? That is correct. So, yeah. So we should have some uh, articles up again from some new writers here coming up this week. Uh, we got a few trailers that I would like to get posted, actually. Uh, and that couples with something else. Another announcement I'm going to make here in a minute. Yeah, so make sure you check the site out. Uh, make sure you go to t-shirts.pizza and uh, you pick up some sweet-ass shirts with our dumb faces on them. And if you don't like that, get one with a sweet skull or with Sean's kids' favorite quotes on it. Yeah, whatever you want to do. What you I'm actually do? wearing the sweet skull shirt right now. All right, that's awesome. Yeah, I ordered. I ordered what we have. We also have the official Wolfman Muscleford T-shirt up there now. Oh, the muscle shirt. Yeah, so I, I think I ordered one of those. I ordered two shirts right after I got back from uh, the convention. I don't remember what two I ordered, but I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I uh, I ordered some shirts, so I should be getting some new shirts here pretty soon. I'm going to basically exclusively wear WWE T-shirts and our own T-shirts. So uh, <laughs> why would you own anything else? That's right. Because I just wanted to epitomize me as a person. I just got a gray shirt. I got a Vince McMahon shirt. And then I just have my website shirt with my own face on it. That that sums me up as a human. Um, okay, so I uh, got that going on. All right, uh, Sean, where could people find you, what you do, and uh, announcey announcies, whatever. Whatever you do. I do nothing. Um, <laughs> uh, people can feel free to find uh, me on twitter at gws rancor i never check my twitter but it's there um you can follow us on uh everything else at nerd life tx and 
read about all the cool things that we like. Yes. That's the end of the story. All of it is there. <laughs> go there. Give us go, the things. Go there to the things, please. Go, go there to the th- yes. Get them hits, son. It's like it's like punch buggy with your brother. Get them hits. Swack, 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 swack. Got no brother. It's like it's like punch buggy with a stranger on the bus who doesn't know you're playing. So <laughs> just me punching the old people. Yeah, yeah. You just wait till you get to a bus stop and you sucker punch him and run off. Just, I, don't, I don't like that she game. Just, she doesn't like it when you do that, Matt. Right. Yeah. What? Uh, <laughs> so, okay, cool. Nick, where can people find you and what you do? I'm Zero Ping. Uh, I'm Z3R0PNG on all the Facebooks and the Twitters. If you have any interest in being um, in the Gamer Stories podcast or if you have any interest in doing any writing, please reach out to me on Twitter. And I'll get back to you. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, I am Nitro Weasel 3K, and you can find me as such on just about everything. Uh, Instagram, the Tumblrs. Uh, you have a Tumblr? Yeah. Yeah, I did, it's really just reposts of things that go to my Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. We do too for the website, but I never log into it. All of my shit just gets copied there. I don't know. I don't even know how to use it. I don't know... I have the dumb, <laughs> you kids with your social medias and your, your, your internet sales and your Ebays. I don't understand. I don't understand. Sounds like a wash tub, eBay. I assume that's where you put your dirty clothes on the internet. In the eBay? In the eBay. <laughs> the body of water online. Um, so, uh, yeah, you can follow me on all the things. Uh, I'm actually uh, resurrecting uh, my Nerds at Drive-Ins podcast. I had some people reach out to me from the uh, convention that are interested in being guests, which is awesome. So, Because uh, the biggest problem I have is that if my guests consist just of uh, Sean and Nick, there's no reason for me to continue having those same two guests over and over again because I could just have the same conversations here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I finally have some guests booked. Uh, I have one guy who's really excited to jump on and uh, I'm going to have him pick his movie out here. Probably I think I'm, I'm thinking like next week uh, and we'll probably record something within the next week or so. So that'll be neat. Also uh, I'm, th- I'm actually thinking about uh, expanding out here and ordering some, uh, some more wrestling uh, stuff and maybe starting to do some reviews for that. Uh, we also have some exciting stuff coming up with Sean. Uh, he got a box of goodies that I think would make a great video. Uh, oh well, actually i got a lots of boxes of goodies right yeah so he's got all the things uh my magic the gathering unboxings are still coming um they're gonna probably be a combination of things uh if you're interested in magic the gathering at all i bought i bought two big old boxes uh that are like complete like cases yeah like cases and uh so i'm gonna open a few packs uh i'll probably split that between live streams on our facebook uh instagram and uh, videos that are edited together in the standard version on our YouTube channel. So uh, keep your eye out for that. If you like Magic the Gathering, that would be cool. Uh, Other than that, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe wherever you're hearing this, especially if you're on a major, major podcast host like iTunes. If you give us a five-star review and uh, tell your friends about us, that really helps us out. It helps us grow the podcast. It helps other people find us. So uh, there's something I will say. Um, We just little side note about that um you can actually find the podcast now on um tune in and on the iHeartRadio app which so, is so cool being on the iHeartRadio app makes me feel like we're legit as hell 
I know. <laughs> the, the last the last one I'm still waiting to hear back from is Spotify. So if for some reason you work at Spotify or know someone, I have put in an application and I want the podcast to be on Spotify because that's all I use and I want to listen to myself talk. So we're gonna we're gonna uh, hash, hashtag it Kendrick Lamar and butts. So that way it's in rotation on everybody's radio. <laughs> That's it. So yeah, we're like literally if you use some program to listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, we're starting, I'm starting to put all the shows up on YouTube now too. So if you don't have a podcast machine, then you can just go on YouTube and listen to it. Um, it usually goes up the day after this goes live. So it'll be on a, Sunday it'll go up or Monday. It'll be Monday that'll go up. So yeah, but yep. make a mixtape for your friends. Make a mixtape of, of all your favorite podcast jams. And uh, <laughs> podcast jams. just call it Bo- Boner <laughs> Jams 06 and leave it on the bus when you get off so somebody finds it. <laughs> we need you to be like our gorilla street team. It'll be sweet. So That's all right. Funny. Great. So uh thanks for sticking around. Uh thanks for hanging out through the commercial breaks and all that fun nonsense. And uh we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. Later. Hooray. Woo! We did a good. <laughs>